Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to episode 177 of the After Lodge podcast, where we're all huddled in the deep, dark innards of Nick's basement, uh, since he didn't board up the upstairs windows. Uh, I would say we're hanging out after Lodge, but uh, there is no Lodge. So, yeah. Nick, how's your basement? Uh, so Florida doesn't have basements, but uh, we just built a hole in the ground, and there's a hurricane coming, and... Yeah, it's interesting that you're like, you still need to record after launch. Well, hey, I, I wanted to do it run. live during the hurricane so we could, you know, <laughs> kind of give the listeners what they wanted, but Nick apparently felt that was inappropriate. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's a thing. I did want to do a shout out right here at the, the very beginning uh, to all of our uh, accidental listeners from the Python free node irc channel uh, where i mistakenly posted the link earlier uh by clicking the wrong window there's only about two thousand people in that channel and most of them are idle so i don't think anybody's here but if you are uh sorry again and uh welcome to the after lodge podcast it says there's Stop clicking strange people watching yeah there's what there's 67 people watching <laughs> oh wow you gotta be kidding me you done goofed, son. <laughs> you, you done. You done messed up, a a Ron. It would have taken you thirty seconds. <laughs> thirty seconds this. to change the line. No, this isn't great. There's only now one everybody's gonna know the, right now. now everybody's gonna know. The damn. Oh. Oh. Now they're gonna be asking questions. Great. We're so host. Uh, well, anyway, this day can't get any worse. What's going on oh. with you guys? Oh, it can. <laughs> So, 
Uh, well, the uh, the ridiculing voice that you consistently hear in the background would be uh, worshipful producer Bruce. <clears throat> Good evening, gentlemen. And then, uh, then we have Jeff. Howdy. Welcome back, Jeff. And Jeff's cat. Hello, Jeff's cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the Cora. She's the other ones are around here somewhere. My dog like is hiding lady? under my feet. No, my, my wife is. The dog is mine. Oh, the cats are hers. Gender? Got it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Nick, why are you still in Florida? Uh, we, it's, it's a whole lot of reasons. We, we didn't think it was going to be as bad as it is going to be. Definitely going to be. We didn't. Uh, we're Floridians. We were like, oh, we'll stick this out. And then we're like, all right, maybe we should leave. And then a whole bunch of, I live in a condo building and there's a lot of old ladies. So we want to make sure that they're boarded up and they have food and that. Oreo. And then also the local uh, police department said, if y'all ain't get out by now, you ain't getting out. And if you look online, uh, our main highway out of here is just gridlocked, just all the way north. Great. I guess being in your condo is better than being, you know, in your car. So, yeah. So I'm actually going to go to my fiance's parents' house. They have a really nice, uh, much better built uh, one-story house. No basement, of course. And no basement, of they're, course. They're, they're making it's... good progress on the whole. Yeah, all right. Uh, which means I get to be with five insanely loud Cubans all weekend. I kind of want to be in the hurricane <laughs> instead. You know. <laughs> And uh, then one of my coworkers who lives on the beach because, you know, he wanted to uh, – had a midlife crisis and bought a, a, a one-bedroom shack on the beach. He's going to stay here with his dog. It's, it's just a bad house. Awesome. Well, um, I guess I'd say we wish you the best of luck. Hope you don't yes. go hungry since you ate all the Oreos. And, yes. Uh, Do you still have the Pop-Tarts at least? <laughs> Actually, no. So I went to the Seriously? supermarket. <laughs> I got excited. I had Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I mean, that's really honestly, that's for the best because once the power goes out, your toaster is not going to work anyway and, and room temperature Pop-Tarts. Are just, <laughs> just, like if point. I can't toast them, what's really the point? Exactly. No, we were at the supermarket the other day and nobody, like people were just starting to buy like a little bit more than usual. Like we didn't think it was going to be that serious. And then they wheeled out like the largest stack of bottled water I've ever seen in my life. And everybody kind of did one of the, it was, I swear it was like a movie. Everybody like looked at each other and then just <laughs> dove. <laughs> and I'm, everybody's just grabbing. Like, I'm like, damn lady, you're like 90 years old. Can you not hit me? Like, Kids are getting punched. Seriously, babies are crying. It's like Black so, Friday for bottled water. Yeah. So, uh, all the supermarkets uh, said today that they're rationing off the water. Gas stations have no gas. Um, Home Depot has no wood, no screws. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, saying? this this could be like your your one opportunity though, since like everyone's deserted to like go do things that you've always wanted to do, but no one since no one's watching. I can't even think of what that would be in your case, but I don't know. Go do like some donuts in the police department parking lot or something. 
<laughs> I'd be willing to bet if there's anybody still around, it's going to be the police department. That probably wouldn't be a good idea. But if you need shelter, yeah, but they're all going to be busy. They're going to be out like protecting the bottled water. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, uh, uh, they actually issued this, the Boca. Uh, damn. All right. The police chief, the local police chief, uh, put out a statement on Facebook and said, "Can y'all please be nicer to each other?" <laughs> like, oh, so great. Anyway, great. Well, uh, you are packing heat, right? I didn't think about like looters and crazy people in the wake of Katrina. Oh man, did you see my post in the Winding Stairs Facebook group? I, I did not. I I work like a real job, so I don't get on Facebook at work. Well, I'm sorry. We're going through a hurricane. We're trying to reach out to our other brethren and let them know. But I posted and said. Uh, just a quick poll, right? Facebook, you put polling options. This is my phone I'm holding up, by the way. Oh, this is how you can communicate with me. Oh. <laughs> kind of weird that you say that because we're on a live stream. I know. I know. <laughs> Talking about the same. <laughs> anyway, I posted in the Winding Stairs Facebook group, does anybody carry a gun in Lodge? Because down here, it's do not ask, do not tell, because but everybody's packing heat. Except me, because I... You're the only one that cares about our sacred tradition. I was going to say, because you paid attention to the show before. Yeah, and I really feel like you should not need a... Anyway, that's a whole different... So, <laughs> something... You don't! Like, you don't need a gun! I'm sorry to interrupt you, Nick. Everybody else, you don't need a gun. Knock it so, off. So what if I want to bring was, that to Lodge? That that's that's that's, that's the same um, concept. That's, 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 is that a shot a sawed off shotgun <laughs> with an axe on the end? That's that's, yeah, that's not a very effective that's, axe. That's I, what it looks I, like. Exactly. <laughs> if you showed that to somebody, they'd be so confused. Okay. No. Hey, Harlan's daughter. Hey. No. Okay, she's being shy. She's she's hey. starting to take after her mom. <laughs> Look at me. Mm. Look at me. Good night. Right. At least she still shows the back of her head to the camera. Good night. Yes, my wife tends to ranger crawl across the floor to avoid being <laughs> on camera. Next time you, she does that, you need to just move the camera. That'd be so great. So, so I posted simple yes or no. But I forgot to turn off the option to not let other people add options. So I think there's about 25 options. So 288 people say, why would you need a gun and lodge? 162 people think it's none of my business. 84 people think that 84 people do not own firearms. I know some of them people are lying. Uh, 53 people think that they better to have and not need than to need and not have. The and then it just kind of goes from there. Uh, <laughs> and then there's just some stupid stuff after that. But yeah. To uh, so answer your question is, I am not packing heat. Because well, everybody else is. Much. I was, uh, you know, anticipating like, you know, in your home or your in-law's home. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to rob us for? Someone wants my Oreos and Pop-Tarts? First of all, I'll kill you. Don't touch them. Well, second of all, they're all second gone. Second of all, they're already gone. Nice. <laughs> you can have these wrappers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we told you if I you mean, get, uh, okay, you get but, stranded, make contact with us. Bruce and I will 
we'll get a boat and someone's pickup truck and we'll uh we'll come get you i appreciate that you still have bottled water at least right please tell me you haven't like drank all that in anticipation well see i <laughs> so i got five cases of bottled water for my fiance now but then we go to her parents house the other night for dinner and she's like hey look what nick got you guys and i'm like what the hell girl that was our this is survival mode yeah. oh, man. So now i got one case of water to myself you can't no you're you're doing this like all wrong nick <laughs> Have you ever lived through an apocalypse before? Exactly. If you survive this one, <sighs> I am an apocalypse. Right. I live in Florida. Bruce, I'm kind of starting to regret that I, I made that offer that we'll go down and get him because I feel like we're gonna need to. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be me and you and like a life preserver waiting through the storm. I'm 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 like to, already to... feeling bad for all the if you survive jokes I've made so far. Trying <laughs> trying to see Nick. Because he he's got no food and no water, and no no boat, no gun. Also, no, no pop tarts. No pop tarts. Uh, got a dog. Got your trusty dog. Is your dog a big dog? Can it like will, will uh, it like pull the pull your body on that's like listen. floating on a door in the water? Or no, something? he's a beagle. He'll he'll chase after some food. So we could edit this part out, but I do want to share the story with y'all. So. I have a beagle, which means if you have food, he will find it and he will eat it. So I'm sleeping last night. My fiance is eating some corn on the cob. She puts the cob on the coffee table and walks away. So 10 o'clock at night, she wakes me up and nobody likes to be woken up. And Especially there's blood not. everywhere because my dog ate a bunch of cobs, ripped apart his mouth, and now we got to take him to the vet. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. So $800 later, the vet's like, well, it's kind of too early because his stomach is full with his proper dinner. So you're just going to have to wait it out a couple days. I'm like, we're having a hurricane in a couple days. And then so, that, that, that way they can charge you more during the hurricane rates. Yeah, wait a minute. What, what right? were you supposed to do in a couple of days? Like bring him back? Uh, yeah, that's what they said. Oh, okay. did, you, did you make sure he was going to be there? Did you say, can I have an appointment for Friday? <laughs> <laughs> and what's he gonna do if he doesn't keep it? <laughs> I don't know. Sue him, well, Marlon. What's I mean, his what's his recourse there? Firearms. Yeah, seriously. So I asked him. So I said. So he's like, we could induce vomiting, but there's a chance he could choke on it and die. And I said, well, which hole is bigger, his esophagus or his intestines? And the vet, who you could tell has been a vet for quite a while, looked at me and goes, huh. Uh, uh, that's a really good question. Uh, the, the, the and oh, actually, he's like, well, the butt, because by the time it gets through his intestines, it'll be smaller because it would take out all the moisture, etc. Yeah, but it turns like the intestines are several miles long and turn hundreds of times. <laughs> yep. I don't know. So there's nothing we could do. We just got to wait it out. Mm. And you paid eight hundred dollars to be told to wait it out. Yeah. Damn. Wow. And you don't have any pop tarts. So. <laughs> uh, all right. So what's been going on in the past two weeks with y'all? Any lodge meetings? Have you done more education? Uh, 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 so Carlin, we had. Uh, Carlin, we don't have to talk about our last lodge meeting, do we? Please. Oh, <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, oh yes, no. we do. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, because Bob, because uh, our brother was was really really down on himself for. 
his performance on the entered apprentice degree, which in fairness at our lodge, there's, there's a lot of calls to, to have been down on himself because we are the, the pinnacle of Masonic ritual in these here United States. However, uh, the standard generally in our jurisdictions, not nearly so high. So we took him with us uh, Monday night to that EA degree uh, down in, in Hicktown. And um, he got to see that one done. And so he was walking with his head quite a bit higher when he left and said, well, I don't feel so bad now. Was theirs pretty bad? Well, I mean, it's it was what you tend to see at at most of these. So, yes. God, I didn't know they were that bad. Um, hey, who, he, who does the EA over there? What do you mean? Our Lodge? Yeah, like, does I've the Worshipful Master? Uh, like, 10 of the last 13. So, me. According to our Lodge's boss. The Master is. I don't want to hear you complain. I did every no, degree. I'm not complaining. I'm answering his question. I'm not complaining. <laughs> every Answer degree that came through that question. Lodge for five years was me. But, um... By our bylaws, it's supposed to be the junior warden does the entered apprentice degree. Okay. Uh, and this guy is our junior warden, and he was owning up to that uh, in spite of not being up to the par that we would like our junior warden to be. He is the first junior warden in a while to, to step up and do that while they were junior warden. So, That's true. Um. Anyway, he got to see it done elsewhere and not with the judging eyes of his own Lodge's brothers and seems to be feeling a lot better about himself. Good. Um, I don't How know. How do you guys think he did? Well, that, that's what I mean. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because I, I want to hold our Lodge's standards as high as they've been. And so I don't know that I want him feeling better about himself. Mm. Like, I want him to feel like oh, that was the worst thing ever, and I need to make this better. Hmm. It but at the same time, I... needed work. Well, it okay. was better than I expected it to. But so I think one of, the, one of the big things that helped is, you know, he had the coaching right there with him. And with the exception of the part right after the obligation where he... Uh, the back and forth? Uh, the, no. Um, I don't know how detailed i want to get as to we, what we let, part there were is. parts left out and then done later oh no no i was actually referring to the part that josh started to do and he's in a, no i got this i got this but we we got through it and josh has taken ownership of the new candidate and fixing all of that so yeah <laughs> So the question um, then becomes, who should I go to for the next DA that we're doing in, I guess, a month? Well, um, to be honest, should have the same guy I'd, I'd be interested in whether or not the same guy could do a better performance I now that he's done it once. Um, I would like to see that in a rehearsal, and if I were you, I would want to judge that for myself like in a live rehearsal before I had him do it. Um, but I was duly impressed, not by the, not, I, I don't want to, to downplay the, the disappointment by our lodges, like ridiculously high standards. But at the same time, I was pleasantly surprised 
at at how he did pull it off uh because as jeff mentioned we were all quite skeptical uh some people are really good ritualists and some people are good at other things but not that yeah Uh, this guy tends to be one of the latter um but he you could tell he really like sunk sunk himself into it um I mean, it was it was evident to me that he practiced like that. Yeah. That was that was for sure. And, and so I'm I'm torn in that age old Masonic conundrum of of you know doing the correct thing, but also not hurting someone's feelings. And it's like, well, uh, oftentimes the whisper wise counsel. Well, yes, but oftentimes in this this fraternity, this I encounter this where I'm like, well. The, the better thing for the lodge would be to have someone else do it, but maybe whoa, the better whoa, thing. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's, it's not the better thing for the lodge. It's the better thing for the candidate. The candidate. Because that's, and it's honestly, all about what the candidate. Honestly, it, it matters. It, 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 like that should matter more than anything else. Cause that's what we're here for. Right. Exactly. Yes. So, it, so you have to, the way you have to look at it is what, was there a lot of guys Oh, it this and the, you know, instead of doing da or whatever, or was it like, you know what I mean? Because then that gives like a, a worst experience. But if this guy messed up a few times, and then like nobody said anything, what's that? It doesn't know the difference. That I will say is the thing that I appreciate the most. I've seen some bad degree work. I'm oh, pretty man. sure my my home lodge lost. A candidate because the last time anybody's heard from him, or not a candidate, a, a EA, the last time anybody had any contact with him, me and him went to see an EA at another lodge, and it was horrible. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was constantly people interjecting with, "No, no, you're doing that wrong. Oh, he's got he's he's got the, the outfit on wrong." It's like, and I, I actually I apologized. To no, this I brother, I afterwards, like I, I did not realize this was going to be that bad. I, I kind of feel bad for uh, bringing you to this. That's crazy. Well, um, but I that did, did not happen here. I did feel like mentioning Bruce that I, as turbulent as things got, um, I didn't. Never once did I feel the urge to just take over. Well, that's um, true. And but, as you I remember, mean, Jason and I have done that before. Back when I was purple people eating. We straight up just like, yeah, in the middle of a degree, just pushed guys aside and took over. It was yeah. that bad. Uh, but, this I mean, wasn't that bad. That's why we had his helper there, who, who yeah, was for for all intents and purposes, might as well be a master ritualist for that degree because like that's that's why he's there. And he did. Yeah. I mean, you know, he did a pretty significant portion. He did. Uh, so you know, I don't know. I gotta. I figure that out, I guess. I think you guys should have a couple practices and let him keep trying. Because he knows because they know the work, right? And then he knows what he did next time and he'll do it better and he'll be like, Well, the other part you gotta deal with that like thick New Jersey accent that he's got going on. (laughs) That in and of itself, even if the ritual was like word for word flawless, still gonna be difficult. There you go. Back of my day, I here's what we did. Actually, that's not far off. That's uh, just a little bit deeper and faster. But, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, Harlan. Hey, you then, tell that guy. Uh, he wants the password. Vote himself, okay? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, now I got to go to Lodge in Jersey. <laughs> I kind of want to see them. So uh, then after that, we had uh, that big special uh, Lodge event that I don't know that I can describe, but I don't know that everyone's going to get the humor if I don't describe it. Uh, but it involves a particular style of dress, which Nick found endlessly amusing. It's very southern. It's very it was southern disturbing for a while. Picture, uh, oh, picture Jed clamp it. Yeah, southern's a good way to put it. So, uh, you know, I'll just come out and, and describe it because no one's going to appreciate it otherwise. And since you mentioned southern, I'm like, you know what? That's right. It's not just Pennsylvania that does this. Um. But basically, it, it's it's a night at a lodge out in the middle of absolutely nowhere, uh, where everybody shows up in 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 overalls, and uh, we eat a lot of of uh, fried eggs, sandwiches, and fried bologna, and all of all of that. It's it's a it's an interesting time, and you would not think that that would be something that like packs out an entire lodge building beyond capacity but uh, it does every year the entire grand line shows up and uh so i went last night and, and so it's not just the overalls because the the purple people leaders and people who typically wear suits all the time they're still wearing that so they've still they've got their like blue jean overalls on with like their tuxedo shirt and bow tie and like grand lodge jewels and stuff on just don't understand uh, this it is it is quite comical to see um, when I was driving down there. So I, I stopped at our lodge to put on these overalls and I had to make sure I had like gas and everything I could possibly need before I left because I didn't want to risk having to get out of the car and have anybody seeing me dress like this. Mm. Uh, more on that in a moment because I look ridiculous, but I do it uh, partially because the guy that's master down there this year is someone I still owe a lot of favors to. And he's a really good guy. So I did it mostly for him. Normally when I go, I just wear blue jeans and like like a nice sport coat and to just blend in. It is one of those times you'll see me wear jeans to lodge. Um, but I got I went all out with the overalls this year. I actually didn't own any overalls. I, I had to go buy some, which if you've ever tried to do that, I haven't until now. Uh, they're not easy to find. Even in like Rednecksville. There's all sorts of like hunting things, like camo type overalls, and like the brown ones that you would wear if you you I guess work in construction. But just like the old style denim overalls are really hard to find. And then when you do find them, they're like fifty bucks. So anyway, I have a set now, and I put this on. I had like my shirt and the cufflinks and the tie and and the whole getup with like blue jean overalls and I looked ridiculous but I had a really good time and then after lodge was over uh, I went with our soon-to-be grandmaster and some of the other folks from that lodge they invited me to there's like a bar next door where they all go after lodge so then I was like well so much for anybody not seeing me dress like this so then I went to this bar with all those guys all dressed the same way we turned some heads um even in that town, everybody's like, wait, wait what? what? They're, they're used to seeing overalls, but the guys with tuxedo shirts and bow ties and whatnot and overalls was, was strange. 
and, and apparently that happens every year. I just never would go with them after lodge. I went because I needed to talk to our. I, don't know, I think your uh, mic is going what? out. Oh, you sure? Is this better? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I, at first, I thought it was me until Nick started waving. So, <laughs> no, we can hear you, but you're all staticky. Y'all, you're like yeah. a Daft Punk song. It's all right to get like that. Hey. <laughs> I think it's your connection, not the mic. Yes, because smacking things always make it better. Well, if it's hey, the mic, it worked, it might... No. 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 <laughs> all right, guys, this is the Afterlot Show. <laughs> with Jeff, Bruce, and I. Harlan's out. With it's going to be called the After right, After Lunch. Show. After you hear me now? Yes. I think we're just going to keep saying you can't hear. and then Oh, yeah. Can't hear you. You, guys, you guys are jerks. That's why. <laughs> anyway. um, hey, I'm about to go through a hurricane. You, you can't call me names like that. Oh, oh, I can. And I'll still be doing it like after the hurricane, especially if you may not want to call Bruce and I on that, that offer to come help because, I mean, we'll do it. But by the time we're done, you'll wish you hadn't done that. Uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be really pissed at him because it's it's kind of on him by now. Yes. Like he's a dumb. That, that's he's what I mean. There. He's had every opportunity. You'll have to listen to us all the way back. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Well, I mean, if you're worried about the hurricane, you can just go to that uh, that uh, stop the hurricane protest in yeah. uh, Saint Saint something Beach, Florida. They're they're having a they're having a protest. On uh -huh. Friday, uh, against the hurricane, to hashtag make Florida dry again. But uh, apparently, I, there's a there's a pro pro hurricane counter protest. So yeah, I mean, it's it's up to you. You can you can do either one, <laughs> or uh, you can also you can also attend the shoot at Irma event. Because they're going to try to scare uh, Hurricane Irma away by shooting it. You Is know, there anything guns can't do. I, I want to oh, yeah. go to that one. I, I think that'd be fun. No, Harlan, there's <laughs> not. If 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 you could summon enough power, like I've taken a basic physics class, I know we can dissipate this hurricane. If well, you just I was shoot thinking, enough at it. if the hurricane's fast enough and everybody's just shooting bullets into it, <laughs> you end up creating like this sharknado. I don't think that would work the way you want it to work. Bullet, bullet, NATO. Would it be like a slingshot effect? Like you shoot all the bullets yeah. in the hurricane and they just spin around and then come right back at you? Well, except they come back at you maybe like hours later. <laughs> How do you know? Rounds. So so basically what you do is you do the shoot at Irma event first. A couple hours later, you have the anti-hurricane protest. Yes, and then the hurricane fills all those people with bullets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be that, awesome. That, so they just stay in the hurricane, and then instead of just winds coming through your town, it's like thousands of bullets yes. at 200 miles an hour. It's like a bullet tornado. Yes. That's fantastic. Basically. I think that could be interesting. Uh, uh, I did so, see this really believable headline-looking thing about how apparently Noah is saying that there are sharks like in the hurricane. Like It's picking them up, and there is enough water in this hurricane that they're like being able to survive or something. I don't know if Swimming it's true. In the water, in the it, it just does that, it looked does that really sound legit. True? No, it how doesn't. Does it look it legit? Looked... You know how much force is in that thing? Of course, it could support no, sharks. I mean, probably they, whales in there. They had like YouTube coverage, with, like, <laughs> like local cast how anchor it... Tara Reed and everything. It was. 
You know, I mean, you said if, it, Tara if, Reed. if it can make houses fly, how could it not make a shark? It can't make houses fly. How is it going to make a whole house fly? So, like, Nick, you're from her. a YouTube country. video of it. I mean, it does right. it in pieces, but it still does it. We're from tornado country, so we see houses fly on the rig. Yeah. It's that's true. A, that's a thing that happened. Did you say rig. on the rag? <laughs> Regular. Tor- it's like Do you even slang, bro? Do you even slang? <laughs> on the rag. Yeah. Mostly so this, uh, mobile homes fly around here, but oh yeah, they're not attached. Yeah, let's. Well, yeah, so what's interesting is that the hurricane is a Category Five, and it's plowing through like all the Indies. Like, there's just nothing left at any of those places. And they actually released um, Earth's strongest tropical cyclones at landfall, ever. Right, since 1935. And this is the... I'm sorry, were you around 1935? I mean, no. We've got some members of our lodge who were. (laughs) (laughs) That's for damn sure. And he'll tell you all about it, too. I just sent the link in. By the way, Bluegrass, somebody wants to know why you're not in the IRC hanging out. Right, right. They're all like, back in my day, hurricanes are much stronger. Sorry, Boba. So, yeah. Yeah. So when this hits land, it's going to be the third worst storm in history. In meteorological history. Right. Pretty sure the Japanese have you pegged on that whole kamikaze thing. There is a reason that they call that kamikaze. Or the... uh, What was that storm up in the northeast that like destroyed the entire British fleet? Um, that gave birth to the whole Providence is favored our undertaking thing. I feel like that was like this size or Sandy? something. Uh, yeah, except Sandy came a little late. <laughs> oh, yeah. the older sister. <clears throat> um, on the comparative hurricane front, uh, Houston is slowly draining. Um, and that we haven't talked about much on the show either uh but when i was at this event last night uh one of our lodges has a couple of guys with like these full-size like trailers like the ones that semis would tow except they tow them with you know big pickup trucks so we have been going around to local lodges we like as the whole jurisdiction um and, and dumping in money to buy supplies uh, to take down to the Grand Lodge of Texas to use in Houston. So we raised a bunch of money and asked them what they needed, and they were talking about, of course, bottled water and uh, and baby stuff. So these, these guys have bought up everything of that that can be bought, and a lot of it was being donated. Um, loading it in these trailers and driving for like 16 hours. Uh, down to, except everyone's too busy there with the cleanup efforts to like really meet with these guys and bring the forklifts and whatnot to unload all this. So they're meeting at, I believe, a Masonic Lodge uh, just north of all the devastation and unloading all this stuff by hand and then driving back, um, which sounds awful because that's a lot of no sleep and work, but. I'm kind of sad that we didn't think of that and have somebody with trailers because that kind of sounds like a uh, like a, a, a truly bonding outing with your brothers. 
<laughs> Especially figuring out which one like comes home in the trailer instead of in the cab. <laughs> There's always uh, one. But they're doing that. Uh, at this lodge thing last night, uh, there was a lot of money raised just in this one event, passing the hat. Not to mention what like other lodges have contributed. So I'm kind of hoping that we don't end up doing the same thing for Florida. Hmm. Um, but this is supposedly a stronger storm than Harvey. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, no, this one, like... I mean, Houston never really got hit with the, quote, hurricane, though. They just got storm surge and flooding. Right? Did you that's... not? No. No, that's not. That's not. Did you see the track of when the hurricane went into Texas, made a loop, and then kept going? All yeah, right, no, I, I'd seen that, but, like, everything I've heard coming out of Houston is, like, floodwater stuff. I haven't seen much in the way of, you know, things being blown apart. Gale force mm. winds. Which is what I think you're more concerned about than the, than the rain. Because, you know, you're in Florida. Like, it's a swamp anyway. The ground's just going to soak up the water, right? That, just I think that's how that stuff. works. Yeah, it just runs off. So um, you're more worried about wind, right? <laughs> no, we're, we're not really. <laughs> like, no. no. Remember how everyone's like, ha-ha, if the sea levels rise, Florida's going to go under? Yeah, we're just yeah. helping that out a little bit. So I did learn in high school geography that the entire Floridian Peninsula would be underwater at some point, but they said that was going to be like a long time away. And here we are. Yeah. So I also learned in high school geography that California was going to break off and float away, and I'm still waiting on that to happen. So. Oh, yeah? Well, you know what I learned? That Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1942, <laughs> and he had three ships with him, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. That is correct, sir. You get a name. Yes. And then they, uh, they landed in, in what they thought was India, and they encountered a bunch of Vikings. Yeah. Um, so it looks like Harvey hit as a Category 3 which is 120 miles an hour. It's this one's going to hit us at supposedly 185. Okay, but again, he's talking about like the problem they had was water. The problem you're going to have is wind. Like they're both problems. I, I was it was a little tongue in cheek. I, I feel like you're going to have both. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I guess what I was trying to say, and that just came out entirely wrong, is I feel like where you live is more prepared for this sort of thing. Yeah. Better able like to Cuba. deal with it than Houston. Right. Like Cuba. Like they hit, they get these and they're like, eh, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Like, I mean, it sucks, but I, I don't like Houston. This sort of thing doesn't happen, you know, all the time. Mm. And so uh, at least this is my assumption. I've lived in neither of these places, so I can't really say, uh, but I feel like you, you, you guys are going to fare a little better. That's that's my I anticipation. So. I hope so. It doesn't... <laughs> you, know, you all know the truly awful part is that by the time everybody else hears this, it will have already happened and everybody will have known. Uh, maybe. It's going to be like our episode with the Trump election. Rest in peace. Well, yeah, but I mean, that one, like, the election was over before before the show was over, so even if I had posted it that night, it wouldn't have got us anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So anyway, so the uh, the Grandmaster of Florida issued a. Would it be an edict? He issued a. He sent something yeah. out that uh, said it's an edict. Yeah, in this in this case, it'd definitely be an edict, not a memo. Okay, <laughs> it's a little bit more official than a memo. Yeah, and he <clears throat> he said uh that we don't need special dispensation to cancel anything. Which it kind of feels a little late because we everybody's been canceling everything, and he's like, "You don't need permission," and we're like, "Thanks." Uh, <laughs> I also don't know that he has that authority. Well, they probably had to, so many people asking really? for permission to cancel that they're like, "You know what? Here, here's just a blanket." Mm. Why wouldn't Grandmaster have authority to do that? Does, though? does he not have the ability to grant that, Harlan? Or are you saying he just? Well, I don't know. Our jurisdiction's different. Our jurisdiction spells out like notice requirements for stuff, and people can cancel their own things without the grandmaster's permission in the first place. But he—that would be like a big alteration of our constitution, like just straight up contrary. There's no provision that says the grandmaster can do this in an emergency. Hmm. Uh, so actually, we just now got an emergency weather cancellation thing in our state constitution for just stated lodge meetings. Huh? So if there's 10 feet of snow, you were technically until recently required to still open lodge. Uh, we did it one year when like the whole city was shut down uh, from a big ice storm and I live like two blocks from the lodge. So I basically just slid my way over there. Like I didn't even drive my car. I just like walked and met with two other guys, and we opened and closed lodge. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I really like all the support. I, I, I think it's support. It might be. That I'm getting from brothers literally around the country. Some have said, oh, do you need a plane ticket? Some people said, do you need this, do that? And then you have people like, get the hell out. Look at this. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, no, get out. So the hurricane just turned, and it's literally, it's literally going to drive right by my house. So like, when's literally. it supposed to start there? Sunday, 8 a.m. Oh, <laughs> great I thing to wake up to. Was it? Yeah, I thought it was Saturday. Did they? Did it slow down, or is it just so the it's way slowed the down? Quite a bit. Hmm. It sucks. We didn't want it. Which is, yeah. which is a bad thing, right? Yeah. I feel like you've become like 40% of the way to being a meteorologist in the last week, Nick. You know, and everyone's like, what you have to work, watch out for is the northeast quadrant, okay? That's the bad part. I'm like, dude, it's a Category 5 hurricane. All oh, the parts are bad, okay? Like, <laughs> we're screwed. Just watch out for the bad part. You'll be fine. Oh, man. Apparently, Scass said that they're estimating that 90% of the buildings in Bermuda are going to be wiped out. Wow. Yeah. Somebody is. There's already pictures and stuff going around in my inbox that like, shows. Yeah. So our most cell power in Barbuda is broken. Our most worshipful wow. is in the Caribbean at the moment. And uh, we haven't heard how he's fared. Um, and for as much as like I bust that guy's balls on the show, I actually like the guy and Kind of concerned. He's a good guy. So, so yeah. was he not at the event last night? 
He would be like no. the one person you would absolutely expect to be there. No, he right. was not. Um, our deputy grandmaster is the acting grandmaster at the moment because the poobah is out of state, and that's how that works. Aww. So that does mean that he could have like kicked me out last night if he wanted to. So that's a good sign <laughs> for next year, right? <laughs> yeah. Have you been by Lodge today to make sure he didn't take our charter? Uh, yeah, I have actually. I swung by on the way home to get the uh, the pancake breakfast stuff. Uh, anyway, so Nick, you had mentioned uh, mentioned your lodge is opening up as as shelters, which is kind of cool. Uh, so not my lodge, but the Grandmaster did say, and it's been going around in some of the Florida Freemason groups that uh, some lodges are opening up as shelters, and I think that's a uh, that's really awesome. So yeah, you bring your so dogs and then Worshipful Olstein, why isn't your lodge? <laughs> because my lodge is in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you not watching the live feed, he just got the double bird. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh it's all it's an older building. It's not hurricane proof. Hey, what um, about that one with all the black mold that you and David Riley bought? Like, can you Put people in there. Oh, that's already got black hole, so you don't have to worry about water damage or anything. So seriously, <laughs> so we're talking about the Scottish Rite building in in South Florida. One of them. There's two, but I'm talking about one of them. Everybody knows about it. It has legit, like, not even like, oh, hey, yeah, the mold's pretty bad. No, it has like somebody official came in and said, y'all have black mold. What the hell? And so they're like, oh, let's just go get some like air purification places. And the and the professionals like, are you all crazy? <laughs> like, <laughs> that sounds like some old lodge guys to me. Just turn the fans on. <laughs> Just turn the right. fans. We're on. not spending another penny. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, you know, I saw a picture of a lot of a, of a lodge room. I don't know where it was. Uh, some state. It had fans in the lodge room. Yeah, that's like common box here. Fans or like lot like ceiling, ceiling fans. Fan. Yeah. No, we we have those here. We don't have yeah. them in our lodge, although we've talked about installing them several times. We have them in our lodge. Yeah. Well, my one um, of my lodges. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's kind of silly. It sort of ruins the image that the ceiling is supposed to portray. Yeah. So we have a. They're really big spinny stars. I swear. Is is our lodge has a an acoustic drop ceiling? Yeah. So. I mean, I can't say anything. That's why I didn't. I feel like we've already kind of, you know, decimated the whole clouded canopy thing. Oh, man. Do you think they sell, like, a star-tiled drop ceiling? Yes. They sell those, like, glow-in-the-dark stars that, like, I used to... Oh, no, they have have them... a little too goofy, Harlan. They have um, painted... Like, it's already painted with glow-in-the-dark painted stars already painted on it i've seen them before stars? but then you could also get um there's covers you can put on the the lights the the, the plastic the yeah. brain fart <laughs> you can you can get decorative covers for that i've uh, i've seen some with star patterns and such too oh, that's cool. so there you go yeah 
Um, if you guys, that's a little too rich for my blood. You'll have to go to, to Landscaper Josh's other lodge for that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, the... Fancy lodge? Yes, the, the fancy one, or his Mexican lodge. It doesn't have a ceiling. <laughs> the, it is the actual the, sky. The county I live in just issued a statement and says the state has advised that fuel demand is outstripping fuel supply. No, they no advise that yeah, right. They advise that all residents shelter within the county. Okay. Right. Thanks. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Can you, can thanks. you reply with like a thumbs up? <laughs> thumbs up. Thanks. Thanks, bro. <laughs> thanks, yeah. guys. Glad you're here. Yeah, glad you're here. What will we do without um, you? Local tax government. dollars at work right there. Wow. Uh, um, so have you guys ever read the book called The Better Angels of Our Nature, Freemasonry in the American Civil War? So I have. Really? I'm, I'm not really surprised by that. <laughs> Bruce, have you read it? No. Jeff? I have not, sorry. I don't okay. think we have a copy. No, no, of that don't want to interrupt your video game. So sorry. No, Once I'm actually just I'm distracted by RC at the moment. <laughs> no, it's okay. Love the beard, though. By the way, um, so it's a obviously a book about Freemasonry and the Civil War. In the beginning, it reads like a Game of Thrones novel. Like you're like this guy killed that guy, and that guy killed this guy who then that, and you're like I don't. Who is this character again? But then it gets really interesting to, into the history of um. A Freemasonry in America, and it's really academic level, so it's not like a fun read, but it's like an interesting read. But he goes into uh, like that one Civil War story that everybody knows about, where like both sides stopped fighting, and he's like, "Yeah, that's not true." <laughs> but he does provide a lot of other stories, like in my opinion, a lot of really amazing um, stories that actually makes the story that we Who's tend to spread. Uh, Michael Holleran. Holleran. Harlan, <laughs> do we have a copy of this book? Uh, I have a copy somewhere, and I don't remember who I loaned it to. So all of my Masonic literature has or will be finding its way to our library at the Lodge. But that one, I don't know who has it. I loaned it to somebody. Come to think of it, I think I loaned it to Billy, so it may just stay gone. What happened to his stuff? Well, I mean, his his wife has it. I could probably ask her about it. Oh, but... oh I, did, I didn't assume. I don't know. Um, I, I didn't figure she'd keep that. Well, I mean, so Billy didn't have a, a whole lot of Masonic stuff. He had a lot of Shriner stuff. Um, but he hadn't... Because all of his buddies were Shriners. You know, that's why he joined the Lodge in the first place. Uh so he had like like everybody else, he had like the shoebox full of lapel pins and knickknacks and whatnot. Uh, but that book was just like a. I was talking about it when at one of our fair planning meetings actually, and I loaned it to him. Hmm. Yeah, it's a really good book. I I think it was like fifteen twenty bucks, but it, it's actually like they actually go into the history of like uh, of Freemasonry and how all these. Like our legit history of like where we came from, right? And it says like, and he uses a lot of facts and a lot of evidence to back it up. And what's interesting is there's a lot of female um, academics 
who did a lot of research on this. And they said, it kind of goes back into this part. And he says, if you go into this year, it was the first time we started mentioning charity outside the lodge. If you go into this year, it was the first time we started mentioning charity inside the lodge. Oh, that's cool. And then it just, so it's yeah. actually really interesting. If you want to do it for Masonic education, that doesn't have oh. to do with George Washington. And I learned the best thing about George Washington last week. He was a Jesuit hack. Shut up. Wait, yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I forgot. I had Mark Talibert, I think, who's like, I guess, the leading person who's done all the research on George Washington. George Washington was a, he became a master mason, went and did all the, oh, geez, God, he's here. <laughs> hey, 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 Tony. Seriously, Tony. What? What's up, buddy? Hey, hour after we start. Hey, I'm I'm in I'm in Iowa, so I'm an hour behind you, so I'm on time. (laughs) (laughs) Not how that works. That's great. Hey, buddy, uh, can you go get Nick? Who's Nick? Our our producer. The the guy in the middle there. That's not Jeff. You see the guy sitting in the eye of the hurricane right now? Like like that guy. Y'all get in a hurricane? <laughs> Watch. Hey, guess where I just went? Are y'all, are y'all talking about anything cool or are y'all doing like... Yeah, we were actually. No, no, Tony, we were this actually This is the After Lodge podcast. We always talk about cool. for you to come on. <laughs> Dude, y- 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 Every week. <laughs> Thank it's God you're here. Until he comes on. Where you know, did you, you go, know, Tony? I, you know I love you guys, right? Uh-huh. Of course. <laughs> like, uh, just like a brother. Um... Oh, but you guys bore the holy crap out of me. Jesus Christ. Okay, who, who was the first one to bring up? Who, I haven't. I don't know if y'all noticed it or not. As soon as y'all started talking about raising dues, I left. I haven't been back. And so... Uh, I, we, we noticed. That was like yeah. a month ago. We thought it was an early Christmas the reason gift. we did it. <laughs> That's not the way you talk to a brother. You're supposed to say, oh, brother, I've missed you. Yeah, I'm gonna stay in Iowa. I went. I, I was. I just left the Iowa Masonic Center. They they actually have Masonic centers here. Are you a past master? You kind of sound like one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Holy they, crap! They, really? <laughs> yeah. They they have Masonic. It's a, it's the Masonic Center, and it's actually a combination shrine grotto. Six different lodges, Demolé. It's it's you name it. It's all here, so, <laughs> and 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 they would not let me pay for my dinner tonight. I tried to pay for dinner, and they're like, "No, your money's no good here. You're you're a guest." Now wait a oh, minute. Wow. You never try to pay for dinner at our lodge, right? <laughs> you know what? I would. I wasn't. I I wasn't gonna pay here. I did. I did, I did the old. You go for your wallet and hope that they say. Don't worry about it. Tough, if they don't say don't worry about it, you just scratch your back like you weren't going for your wallet. But you try to act like <laughs> you try to act like you're going for your wallet. And then you're like, oh no, 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 your money's no good here. At which point you then protest loudly. Oh no, no, I want to pay. I want to pay. Well, <laughs> so then what do you do if they say, oh, okay? <laughs> then you know you carried it too far. Yes. What you what you have for dinner? Next time, back off a little bit. We had chicken. This, this is our Mason's listening. 
because I don't really know if they've got internet. I'm lucky the hotel has internet up here because um, I, I, I took a guest with me. Oh, we, what we had for dinner, chicken fried steak with gravy. Mm. Wait, what? Chicken fried yeah. steak. What is that? No. What? Country what? fried steak, Tony. is. Okay, yeah, country fried steak. Yeah, country fried steak. No, it was chicken. Country, country fried, fried chicken. Fried, it was a patty. It was a little thin patty. They, they call it chicken steaks or whatever. But was it, it white on the inside steak? or was it like, like dark? Brownish. Did it come from a cow no. or a chicken? <laughs> it came from a chicken. It was right on the inside. Chicken. Country fried chicken. Imagine, yeah, chicken fried chicken or country fried chicken. Uh, imagine if you took a chicken nugget and – now, I'm not making fun of this because it was actually very good. Uh, but if you took a chicken nugget and smashed it down flat and made a pancake out of it, that would be chick country fried chicken steaks. You smother it in gravy and you put a side of asparagus and mashed potatoes. Wow. How can you they live in Florida and not know what country frying anything is? First of all, we'd fry yeah. everything. The the, yeah. the operative fried word gator. is country. country yeah, I've had fried, fried gator. Yeah. I don't know what I country think... fried is. You can't fry something like an entire country. Nick, <laughs> so many jokes. Nick, Nick, I am so disappointed in you. Mm. Uh, you're in Florida right now. Yeah. Yes, why? If you had any showmanship about you at all, there should be a big fan next to you out of sight of the camera with blowing your hair. And you should have like a pop. You should make it look like you're in the middle of the hurricane and you're so dedicated. You're just, you know, I'm here. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly or whatever. You know, you, you do, the, so, do the whole. Yeah, we, we were discussing I, earlier about uh, he, he – Put together this big emergency stash of you know food and supplies, and then ate them all. <laughs> Storm's not even here he yet. A, he went out of bid. Yeah. So yeah, now we're uh, now we were discussing uh, fun stuff about our brother Jesuit George Washington. Oh Jesus Christ! He was a Mason. I don't know if you knew that or not, but he was a Mason. So well, we were it? talking I've... about him being a Jesuit. But I finally, I finally have something I could go back to all them damn past masters who always say we should be like George Washington. And I'm like, I kind of don't want to overthrow the government. Y'all asked me that when I got here and I said, I'm not really sure about that. Anyway, he was a master Mason and then he went, fought and did the whole making a country thing. And then they asked him Literally. if he wanted to be the uh, king. Uh, the no charter chartering master, the chartering worshipful master of a lodge. He was never a steward. He was never a junior warden. He's never done a degree. Boom. You don't know so. that. No, we so do you know that. Me that he was are you telling me that he was basically made a, mas a mason on site by somebody? No. No. Nope. He was made master. Never. He was made a master on site. He got to skip all the chairs. Without ever having been a warden, which uh, in our jurisdiction is a big no-go. Mm. Crap, I was master. I only sat in the warden's chair one time, never elected. And then I was made. Actually, I was elected to the senior warden to take it back. Because I was fast-tracked. I was one of those guys that we didn't have enough members in lodge, fresh body. Here, you haven't done it yet. You're now the master. Mm -hmm. the, so the year I said I wanted to be master again because the year I sat in the chair, 
I had no freaking clue what I what I just the sidelines just hit me on the whole way. So, what do I do now? What year I thought our master? jurisdiction's only requirement was being ritually proficient on the Master Mason degree. No, you have to have served as a warden of some lodge um, for a year. Yeah. yeah, I did serve as senior warden, duly elected. So, duly um, and truly elected. You actually don't have to be proficient to be master. You have to be proficient to be a warden, and you have to have been a warden to be master. So it's it's implied. <laughs> you really don't have to be proficient. You just have to have a lodge that says. Yes. And then the secretary signs off on the card. Not this you secretary. Half, and you get half the year in order <laughs> right. to Have you to ever met our secretary, too. Tony? <laughs> oh, uh, man. Hey, Speaking of that. Hey, never mind. What's uh, up? Irma's, Irma's, Irma's coming through there. Yeah, Nick, Irma? in case you didn't know, there's a hurricane headed towards. Is it Florida. coming to Florida? It's a, Her name's Irma. It's kind of a big one. I love, I love how Tony acts if like he knows gonna, her. her name's Irma. Do you know her? If we're going to name hurricanes, we've got to do a better job than Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma are not going to instill any fear. Tony, the I mean, next one's called Jose. Yeah, Hurricane Jose. Well, that one's scary. Guys, I'm going to take your job. <laughs> I was trying not to go there early. <laughs> I, want, I, I want him to have a hurricane. Oh, no, no. No, we have to we have to go here because we talked about this in in the green room pre show whatever. And oh. I can't I just can't let this go. Um, like I was cracking some jokes about you know capitalism run amok and how Bruce and I should run down there with a trailer full of like gas and water and make. <laughs> a and then Nick was pointing out what the uh, the local day laborers have done in his area. Nick, why don't you share that for our listeners? Yeah. So they have the local day laborers that hang outside of a Home Depot, and they're going. They basically bought all the wood at Home Depot because they were there anyway, and they're going around on the truck with, with like four or five of them, and uh, they're charging four hundred dollars for the first hour and three hundred dollars for every hour after that, and they'll board up your house. And supposedly they'll take it down too. But I mean, come on, they're not coming back. <laughs> Let's just be real. My so, thoughts are so how quick are they working on this? They're so supposedly there's a team of them. There's a whole lot, and they're rotating. Um, and they're trying to get as many as they can done. They're gonna work through the night. They have headlamps, they said, and they have plenty oh, wow. of batteries and plenty of drills. And Hope so my buddy was like Yeah, right. No need to sleep when you're making four hundred dollars an hour. So my buddy I was, was like listen. About the water, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my buddy was like all right fine it's too late for me to get anything go ahead and the guy's These like all right labors. you're number 36 oh. yes and this was like uh, i think he said it was yesterday afternoon he was number 36 yeah so these dudes banking He's i appreciate like about how dare you people take advantage of the misfortune of others and just yeah, because right. you have stuff and they don't you can exploit them this is America. Mm -hmm. We don't do that, That's you right. Mexicans. What? <laughs> and it's, it was just uh, the, the irony's not been lost on me that like the people who are going to have the money to pay the $400 an hour because there's no wood left are the same people who were picking these guys up and like paying them in sandwiches to do like mm -hmm. rich digging and landscaping and whatever. And so I'm just... As much as I don't appreciate price gouging and that whole thing, like in this instance... I just had to get a good chuckle out of it. 
<laughs> that is yeah, that's not price gouging. That is coming to America whole... and learning to do things they... like America did to you, and then turning that's the right. tape. Yay, capitalism! Food. Yeah, the problem is now. I'm assu- these are day laborers. You said so. I'm assuming that they're of Latin descent. Yes, yes, that's what makes yeah. it so perfect. <laughs> that is. Are they? Are they legal? Does what, that matter? You, or are they, hey, get off my podcast, uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> no, are they legal? Because I don't know, and I don't that, care. That, that, that they'll put the wood up, but now in six months, they're going to kick them all out. So they may not be around to take the wood down. And everybody's going to bitch and moan because they're not How long is this hurricane going to last? <laughs> you better take that wood off by Monday. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably not going to take it down as fast as it's going up, I guarantee you. They're probably not going to take it down. Let's just be real. And the homeowner was like, you know what? Yeah. Lie to me and tell me you'll be here. I'll feel a little bit better, and you don't have to be here. We know how it's gonna go. <laughs> but you know what's messed but up? You get, you get. Do you get to keep the wood? <laughs> Why would you want wood that had eight hundred eighty-five mile an hour rain hitting it? Souvenir. You you, like you, you construct it into a big middle finger. <laughs> just write Irma down the middle of it. Did you just say eight hundred, Nick? No. Uh, hundred eighty-five. Yeah, yeah, you said 800, so. <laughs> but you know what, a, oh my bad. You know what a bunch of, uh, I hate to call them friends, but Republican friends oh, have yeah. put on Facebook. They've said, Trump's going to build a wall. Jose's not getting in. I'm like, you guys. All right. <laughs> 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 you guys need to come to Iowa, by the way. The hell is in Iowa? Nothing. Why? I don't even know where Iowa is. I didn't even the Davenport, oh. the Davenport Masonic Center. It was really they, those guys. I'm seriously, they have hospitality like you wouldn't believe. Well, so, you're the first. Were, you're the first like Farlander they've seen in their entire lives. <laughs> what's what's I, funny I is I'm probably surprised. Like, just because you didn't have to pay for your dinner. <laughs> All they've ever seen in their life is other Iowans, and and as uh, as Brother Skaz pointed out, corn, and that's it, it. Like you're the first non-Iowan corn stalk they've they've ever seen. Well, this is Wednesday night, so there's no lodges meeting. So this was a Shriners meeting tonight, and so you're I actually got Shriners. Wait, you're not even a Shriner though. Shh. Uh, I'm an honorary Shriner now. Uh. <laughs> Did you really attend a shrining meeting? <laughs> no. Are you serious? <laughs> I didn't Dude, your face is so red right now. Hold on, I have friends in. with Tony not, on Facebook. I didn't and the most recent it. post he's made says, quote, dinner with the Shriners. I told you. I told, I'm not, so you're drunk. You're drunk I, right I now. Yeah, able to like just Tom Cruise in with the rest of the drunks. I am serious? not a Shriner, but I have decided <laughs> that I am going to join the Shrine because all the because all you already sat in lodge with having... them and you know the freaking signs. You might as well. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just start paying dues. <laughs> all, all those rumors, of, <coughs> rumors that they have like a cash bar at their meetings. It's true, man. They they really yes. truly do have a have a bar there. Jason joined the shrine, and that's like all he talked about. Like on the next show, was like there's a bar in every room and one in the bathroom. I thought it was just something they made up to get you to join the shrine, but no, they really have a bar there. 
And then after you, you joined, they were like, mm-hmm. haha, just kidding. It's a bar. Would you like a Coke? It's not yeah. here. It's not even. It's not even a cash bar. It's a. There's a. There's like a tip jar. And just put in whatever you want to pay for your drinks. So nobody's yeah, even. So yeah. you got free drinks and free country fried steak. Yes, a green bean casserole, and they had some kind of cake. So show us the fez that you stole while you were there too. Oh, just a second. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> they gave me a fez. Uh, of course I, they did. You told them you were a member. You should have just taken yeah, one of those little toy fezzes we gave away at our fair. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. They gave me a toy fez. Um, you know, that so, does remind me. So you that had much remind more. me of. Oh, good. Sorry. That does remind me of a very real and very serious story. I was in Lodge, and it was an entered apprentice degree. And the master. Like was having a hard time doing the uh, the obligation, and I kid you not, one of the guys finished the sentence before the worshipful master did. What the entered apprentices did in the en- one of the quote unquote entered apprentices, and the whole lodge just froze <laughs> because there's no way he knew the end en- because it was one of those like. Weird things that doesn't really make sense, but you still say it. Yeah. Like, and he said, "I've blah 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 blah," and everyone's like, and then you could oh, tell, wow. like, he was like, "I done messed up," <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> and so the the master is looking around, and he's kind of looking like, "Do I continue? Do we need to shoot?" I think, and the, everyone the, in the room, the like, master should have been like, "Cable so." So, so everyone was looking around like, "What do you do?" Situation. Yeah. No, I don't know. But and everyone was kind of like, "It's all your master. You kind of got to make it." So he's like, "Screw it. We'll just keep going. We'll figure it out later." Well, I mean, if somebody's been perusing things they shouldn't, I guess it's better to go ahead and and bind them appropriately. Um, that's a little bit more than perusing. I've perused things and not been able to finish four words of a random old language. You're like, oh yeah, I know what? that word. You meant to say that word. Or he's an expelled mm-hmm. Mason who had like a identity <laughs> change and yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. I... How would he have known it? How did he know what it was? The internet. Or well, he's been here before and uh, snuck yeah. back in. That's what I'm wondering. We had a good- because if you can you can read this stuff on the internet, but you're not going to rote memorize this stuff. I would hope sure. not. Huh. I, don't know, I might. I've got the whole shrine ritual memorized. Well, so does Tony. Are you a shriner? He was there. <laughs> Dude, you don't have to memorize it. All you gotta do is go buy you one of them hats and walk in. Get and real sauced up and state. stumble in, and uh, everybody will just think you're one of them. That's that's what Tony did. For clarification, I did not sit in the Shriner meeting. I, I had dinner with them. I didn't go in their meeting. I do have a moral question. Should you have been in their meeting? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was it's pretty their easy. job to keep you. It's their job to keep you out, right? So that's not the right um, way to look. No, at I have that. a question. There is actually because I don't know if that I, I went there with mercenary motives. Free food? No. Oh. I, I really, I really want a, a, a clarification on this. 
I'm looking to hire two employees up here at our Davenport location. We haven't had a lot of luck to the normal channels. And I thought, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to some local lodges. And the only reason I'm going to the local lodges, uh, uh, although I've been meaning to anyway, was to go there and say, hey, we're looking to hire some people. If you all know a brother or know anybody that's looking for a job, send them our way. Would that be considered a mercenary motive or is that a good making good use of your brotherhood? So in that case, I would say, no, it's not a mercenary motive. I just question your wisdom in recruiting employees from the shrine. <laughs> well, yeah. the, the, only reason that, the only reason I'm recruiting from the shrine is because it's Wednesday and there were no lodges open. So had there been an yeah. open lodge, I would have actually – would that have been in poor taste to attend a lodge when you stand up and under – you know, when they let you speak – and I say, hey, brothers, thanks for letting me be here. So, but the real reason I'm here is I'm looking to hire some employees. Would no, that, like would, would a that lot be of lodges, that's the stated, that's a stated part of a of a business meeting is is doing. Ah, never mind. It was like anybody uh, looking for a job, or does anybody know of any job openings? Yeah, I've I seen mean, that, that, that say that quite a bit. Yeah, right. I mean, technically, you should have been like, hey, like. You know, crazy. You know, I, I'm here because I have an office here, and we, you know, if you know anybody that's looking for a job, I mean, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, you're looking to offer someone a job. I'm pretty sure if there's somebody that needed or wanted that job and took you up on it, they would not think that it was a bad motive. Okay. That's now, if wondered, you showed I, up to Lodge because you were looking for a job, if that's the reason know, you that's, joined Lodge, now. that's more questionable, but. Okay. I mean, trying to help your brothers out is never going to be a bad thing in my book. Okay. Yeah. I just, I got to wondering if that was like mercenary because I'm trying to hire brothers and underpay them and work them to death. No, that, um, that and, could be considered. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I think it was Jeff that was saying that whoever he works for, his boss is a dick. Like his boss yeah. just rides him all day. Like he was going on and on about it. I don't know who his boss is, but that guy's a douchebag. His <laughs> boss is actually on vacation this week. I know that guy, and he can be. Yes. So we uh, I am I, not I, Jeff's boss, by the way. So he's my boss's boss. Well, while Tony missed out on our uh, bibbed overall and bow tie uh, event, uh, as I was mentioned earlier, I went out with with our. Uh, some of our purple people eaters uh, to that bar next door. And uh, I got ambushed um, on the way out. Uh, and I'm kind of in a pickle. And I don't really know what to do. So I'm looking for unsolicited advice from you guys after lodge. No. What I think uh, if you're looking for it, wouldn't that be solicited? No, because I'm not going to take your advice. I'm just interested in what you have to say. <laughs> so, um, that's no, still we, solicited. You're just ignoring it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So a while back, um, this lodge where this event was held, um, or down in that area, it's it's been a while ago. There was a a gentleman who petitioned that lodge, and there were members of our lodge who had some concerns, and one of those members in particular gave me a phone call, made some extremely serious 
accusations about this fellow. And I thought I, I couldn't not pass that along to the other lodge for their investigating committee to look into like no proof, no merit, but you know, the word of somebody from my lodge is kind of a big, big thing. So, um, I called up the secretary down there cause you know, he's like been secretary for like 90 years and figured he'd know what to do. So I, I passed the information along and that information got passed to the investigating committee. They started pressing this guy about it, I guess, uh, never really got to the bottom of it, but he figured out what they were driving at and just, just decided, uh, to withdraw his petition and say, forget it. So last night, this guy's like childhood friend who had still friends with him today catches me outside the bar and uh, asking me like what, what the hell I told this investigating committee and how it's all a bunch of unfounded lies and what have you and demanding to know who it was that gave me that alleged information. Uh, so that they can be brought up on Masonic charges, etc. Now, now, first off, that that's never going to fly. So I'm not even worried about that. Like, you could, you can't bring someone up for Masonic discipline for raising concerns to an investigating committee. Like, you, you just can't. So I'm not worried about that. But what I'm worried about is this guy has been on like the hunt for the past uh, however long it's been, trying to figure out who this was. And um, and then he's demanding that, like, I cough it up because if somebody's going to make accusations like that, they ought to have the cojones to man up to it. Well, the brother who told me is, is obviously wasn't in attendance, and we're all out at this bar. There's not even that many of us. So I became suddenly perplexed about who – this brother never told me this expressly in confidence – and now I don't know, do, do I have an obligation to, to share who told me that to pass it along or no, you don't have to, Mm-mm. Yeah. but you, I mean, otherwise, does that mean that it may as well have come from me, which would be really bad. Cause I have no idea who this guy is or what truth nope. of any, is to any of it. Sorry. Nope. You don't have to give up your source. I mean, unless, you know, the freaking Grandmaster tells you you need to, then of course you have to. But other than that, no. You... Well, the guy that's going to be Grandmaster is the guy I told. So <laughs> then does he uh, want you to tell the, who did it? Well, I haven't talked to him about it because I was on my way out. Like I was going home and ended up getting home like an hour later than, than I should have because I was standing in the parking lot of this bar talking to this dude. Um, and he is he is fired up. But it had raised an interesting question about if you're going to bring forth information like that about a candidate, and, and we're talking like really serious stuff, not like, oh, he stole a car once when he was 16, but like really bad stuff, like sexual misconduct kind of stuff. Uh. So like allegations like that, I couldn't just not pass that along. That, that, that's a big deal. Somebody needs to look into it. Um, but if you're going to make those kind of accusations about a candidate, not a brother, but like a candidate who's wanting to be a brother, are you required to like man up to that? Or can you pass that along to an investigating committee 
in secret? Because I feel like it's the latter, considering how we do everything else. Yeah, I think, yeah, the, the, it definitely should be the latter. You know, it's up to the investigating committee to validate your claims. And, right. You know, or that, you know, that's what, uh, if it was uh, criminally related, a background check should reveal that. Well, no, that's the thing is like this, this guy um, supposedly was, was charged with these things and it was all dismissed. So I guess the question becomes if there's no proof of it and you have nothing to go on other than that guy's word. Well, I don't know if there's anything more to go on. That's what I wanted the investigating committee to figure out. Well, then, yeah, then you're well, you're free that's of your answer. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing that this guy had leveled at me was the fact that said <laughs> accusations came from me, uh, and the reputation I carry. Who knew that I I had one of those? Uh, gave it a lot more weight than it should have had. Even though I distinctly remember qualifying this very carefully to the secretary that I talked to that like, Hey, I got no proof of any of this. This is just a member of my lodge that wanted me to pass this along. So I was very careful to point that out. And if, if it turns out that there is nothing to it and this guy got all of this ugly past stuff brought back up because someone took something that I said at more value than they should have, that kind of bothers me. But well, it's a good thing that Masons aren't like a bunch of girls and they know how to yeah. keep secrets to themselves. Oh, wait. No, we don't. So, yeah, your name got spread probably all around <laughs> Pennsylvania. But at this point, it's okay. They got to, it's up to the investigation committee. You wiped your hands of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, as far as that lodge is concerned, yeah, just this one brother who I, I don't actually really know that well. I just kind of know who he is. So. I guess I'll just deal with it and and maintain the the secrecy of of who brought that up. Uh, yeah. And apparently, I mean, there's more to it than than nothing because when the investigating committee started sniffing around talking to this guy, it really set him off. Mm. So something happened. Um, so probably what happened is accusations were made and found to be unfounded, whether they were true or not is, has little to do if you understand our justice system with whether or not there's a court record. Cause yeah. there's a lot of innocent guys in prison and there's a lot of guilty men walking around. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're at about an hour guys over an hour. Yeah. I know you gotta gotta so, get back to restocking your Oreos. <laughs> yeah, digging that hole. Hey Bruce, but, if so we mail him some food, will it get to him? No, Amazon. Uh, Amazon's oh, letting stuff come tomorrow, and then they're not shipping anything till yeah, next week. I was week. gonna say uh, USPS already made a post talking about how they're starting to suspend service to those areas or planning on it. It's the be. postal service, dude. Well, Rain, hail, sleet, or bulging hurricane. Oh, something. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure that. You guys, you guys are the mailmen. You're like America's heroes. Like when we had the big ice storm and all of us were like battered down without power and whatnot. There's, there's the mailman out there sliding around. Yeah, we did that. Now, granted, I think he was only out there because he was getting heat when nobody else had heat, but (laughs) um, he was there. But 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 when they call for a mandatory evacuation, that that kind of supersedes. Haven't haven't you ever seen that movie, The Postman, or whatever it's called, like that post-apocalyptic 
thing. Yeah, it's called his life. Like, <laughs> the one where like society collapses or whatever, and this one guy decides like the post is just that important, and like the whole movie's like how badass this guy is getting messages across the country. Yes. Yes. I thought you guys were like that. Like that's the picture I've always had. <laughs> uh, now you're gonna tell me it's just a job, Harlan. Uh, but but uh, unfortunately, there's also like a chain of command, so we kind of have to do what the, what the guys above us say. So it's Trump's fault. It's always Trump's well, fault. Let's go with that. So <laughs> he's like your your boss's 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 boss, right? I am I am uh, accepting of that answer. Well, I mean, we are part of the executive branch, right? Are you? I don't know. The Postal Service is one of those wacky public-private hybrids that just manages to funnel money away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it when Obama was president. Anyway, I have a question. <laughs> it might be. Wait, so I have what? two packs of Oreos. <laughs> you told me all have... the Oreos were gone, you lying son of a bitch. No, <laughs> listen. I have two packs of... Well, I bought two packs of Oreos yesterday, I should say. And one of them's like half gone, and one of them's not touched yet. But which ones do I keep at my house until the hurricane? And which the ones not touched yet? The hurricane. Oh wait, no, the half gone. Because you don't know how long you're not going to be at your house, so take the full ones. Well, some of the like, which ones do I save? Do I save the whole pack of Oreos? Because like, what if it gets soggy? Like, there's nothing worse than a soggy Oreo. Save the whole pack because you don't know how long it's going to be till you can get back to that half pack. You may come home and that half pack will be good, but if you're stuck out for a week, you're going to wish you had that other half a pack. So. The only thing worse than a soggy Oreo is room temperature Pop-Tart. Or take them both. I haven't eaten eaten a toasted Pop-Tart in years. Oh, you're missing out, man. Just when it's like a tiny bit burnt in the corners. Oh. Yeah, you're messing up on that one. I'm just lazy, what I guess. You? I'm just it's like I could just tear it open and eat it now. Why why wait three seconds? Ah yes, a fellow millennial. So anyway, what what else is going on, Tony? Wait, you're muted. Why are you muted? He is muted. Uh, I just messaged him telling him he's muted. Yeah. I yeah, well. He's, muted. he's talking to us, but we can't. <laughs> he's, he is now yelling. Tony, it doesn't matter how loud you talk. <laughs> your microphone is off. We can't hear you. <laughs> Do you, you see the little microphone down in the corner with the line through it? And he turns his camera video. off. Now we can't. This okay, is why old people can't off use technology. <laughs> it's on the other side of the hang-up button. <laughs> Ow! Why are you poking at there, us? There, there we go. You hear me? Hey. hey! I have been trying to talk to you all forever. Well, try, did you try unmuting yourself first? I, I, who muted me? You, you did. You did. How did I mute me? Did you see how you just Accident. unmuted yourself? If anybody else had muted you, you wouldn't have been able to do that. Oh, gee. Hey, Nick, seriously, Hello. this Irma thing, take it serious. Uh, please go out and get like 10 cases of bottled water. Uh, no Tony, joke. there's no more water. This, seriously, the supermarkets have said out. they're rationing it out to people. I was. Uh, I went down there at the like a whole ocean there. Uh, yeah. Seriously, I, you, you got I went, plenty of water coming. Don't worry. I was in Florida after <laughs> Hurricane Hugo. Uh-huh. You remember Hugo? Um, no. The most <laughs> yeah. Wait, when was Hugo? Time out. What the hell was Hurricane Hugo? 
it was like uh, 10, 12 years ago. 26 and, hurricanes ago? Yeah. Um, and it, it, was a, it was a bad hurricane. But still an Tony, age. It was always the ages that hit us. It was a bad hurricane. It came in and knocked all the telegraph wires down. And, and communication. <laughs> Tony, it came in 1989. There was no like. I was one. I don't remember Hugo. Okay, I was there. In Hugo. Were you about to say there was no electricity then? No. Um, in the there, before the, times, Nick. <laughs> this is serious. One of the things that happens is all the electric lines come down. When that happens, your cell phone towers go to backup power, and they run off of propane generators. It's a little – people don't realize this. I actually got sit down by a couple major companies, and they paid me huge amounts of money to, to pick – Huge to pick up a bobtail in Jupiter, Florida, and I drove on down uh, Highway One all the way down to Homestead, just filling up emergency generators for cell phone tires. The most aggravating thing was two days after the hurricane, all these people are crying and whining, and I have a hard time feeling sorry for them um, because they were out of water and they had no food. You've known for a week that this hurricane's coming. Go buy you some freaking water and go buy you some canned soup. Or something, something you can open up and eat. So, I told him that Tony, we just, show, we just, we were just talking about Amazon is not doing deliveries now. <laughs> well, they didn't even have Amazon back then. We had to actually get in our vehicle and go up to the corner grocery. Now, at oh, this point, it might be too time. late. What a okay. time! I love how you rant they for had, ten minutes they, and then you end with, but it's probably too late. You should have bought water a week ago because in two days people are. You gonna... weren't here for the show when he talked about how he selflessly sacrificed that water to a bunch of Cubans. So that they would put uh, plywood on his house? Is that no? That so that they would let him marry <laughs> their daughter. Hey, <laughs> just, just so you know, JetBlue has capped the fees on their airline flights getting out of Florida, so they're not going to. We've covered that as well, Tony. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that was like five minutes off. into the show. There's no tickets out. There's no leaving. They've already issued a statement. If you're not out by now, stay where you are. You're screwed. That was the Basically, police song. What we were talking about earlier is this story ends with Bruce and I, like the scene of a bad movie going on some rescue mission. On my way. With, with a boat. One of those cool like land boats with like the fan on the back. Oh, and, wow. Uh, I got a pontoon. Oh yeah, Tony does have a pontoon. That that's what we'll do in the Let's hurricane. Okay, they had the pontoon. They had the cape. Fan. Can we just use they, like four box fans instead of that one big <laughs> fan they put on there? Improvise. <laughs> we'll take the one out of the ceiling in our lodge. They had the cage. They had the Cajun Navy. Uh, oh, they yeah. came and helped out in uh, Houston. So, what is the Pennsylvania Navy? Get? What are we going to be caught if we go down there and save the day? We're going to be a bunch of dumbasses on a pontoon that got themselves hurt and diverted rescue efforts. We'll be shot for looting. They'll be like, why are you guys here? In fact, they talk about looting. The Cajun Navy had to, so they had to stop operations because people kept trying to steal their boats. Yeah, we're here. Uh, we were we were here to, to, to rescue to rescue Nick Harvey. Oh. Like be like y'all know Gemwitz that came down here and also got stuck trying to save this same guy. Who is he? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, he put out a Facebook thing and said he needed help. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's the one liability left in Florida. <laughs> we need him. 
Nick, that should brighten your heart to, to that, that little funny hypothetical, like with some ranting Facebook post and then like 1,200 brothers get stuck in Florida trying to find your ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it, it did. I've, like I've said three times already, I've we've received, Jessica and I received a lot of love on Facebook for a bunch of brothers around the country willing to do whatever's needed to get us out of here. Um, hey, you went, hey, I actually work for a warehousing company that has logistics that we could probably get some semis of water into one of our local warehouses. Well, not until after the storm. Well, yeah, you could because big. there's nobody going that way. They're all coming north. So, yeah. Actually, you want to talk about semis. This is probably one of the coolest uses of profit. I, I don't know if it's necessarily profiteering off of a hurricane, but I had to ship out. We've got these big old propane tanks that they hold they stand up and they hold like 100 some odd gallons of yes. propane those are the ones that tony was smuggling cocaine in forever yes but i had to ship a massive order of these to a company that they they put them in trucks no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> but they, they use them for like they set up in, in the camps and they have like shower and laundry facilities in the back of these, and, and basically semi-trailers, the back of semi-trailers, they use the propane tanks to heat the water and uh, run the dryers and stuff. I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. So anyway, Nick, uh, it, it's a cool thing that you're doing down there, staying to look out for the Masonic Widows and whatnot. Uh, someone has to do it, and uh, mm. hopefully we won't be driving truckloads down there to bring you water, but... If it comes to it, uh, I will talk somebody into going. You guys are I mean, very kind. And wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I, I know we're toward the end of the show, but I got a quick question. You're yep. down there on the lookout for Masonic widows. So, say you're <laughs> paddling around in your canoe and you see a no, lady that it. needs help. Are you qualifying her first? Are you Masonic widow? Nope. Die, die, bitch! And then you go on to the next lady. I mean, are you only saving Masonic widows? Or well, basically, didn't you watch the that. Titanic, Tony? There's only so <laughs> many. <laughs> he moves on to the next one. Yeah, oh, you're not a Masonic. I, what about Orphan? when Tony's here? Orphan? I feel like we do the show twice. When you come on, <laughs> Tony, have you read this book? It's called "The Better Angels of Our Nature: Freemasonry in the American Civil War." Um, no. no. Hey, no. can we get to know Tony? You would know. What? Can we hunt down that guy? Is he still alive? Yes, he's still alive. Get him on the I'm show. Trying to get him on after lunch. Yeah, that's what I said. Can we do that? Yeah. We haven't well, had an author like... on, and uh, well, since uh, who was the last one? Chuck. Wouldn't he be like yeah. 150 years old by now? He didn't fight in the Civil War. No, you're thinking. You're thinking <laughs> of one of our past masters. No, he didn't write this book. <laughs> Anyway, it's a really like you guys should really pick up the book. But anyway, part of the book talks about when they were walking over the bodies, it was able to tell who was a Mason and who wasn't. And it basically says we have evidence that if you were a Mason, you would get treated better because of a, yes. because of the heavenly glow around them. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually it's like there's a lot of a lot of really 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 cool stuff in here like. The first part's extreme. I'm definitely putting it on my to-read list. Yeah. The After Lodge podcast is brought to you by Bantam Publishing Company, and <laughs> please check out. No, I mean that's, that's cool stuff. It's back from an era when Freemasons here remembered that our fraternity transcends national boundaries, 
And I think uh, American Freemasonry struggles with that in the modern era. Mm. Uh, that your brothers from wherever they may be are still your brothers. Struggle with it? Hell, we beat the hell out of it and stomped it on its head. Oh, I know. Like, I often wonder, like, in some military conflict today and kind of like, you know, in, in the world wars, there's a lot of these stories. If we had one today, like, I would half expect our lodges to just, like, shut the door on, like, Russian members. Right. Like, oh, no, you're a Ruski. You don't come in here. And then, yeah, because that's, that's who we've become. Yeah, but it really talks about... Um... All right, Brother McCarthy. Yeah. There ain't no damn Russians in my lodge. <laughs> but it's just so either. interesting how he has the, like, where he got this evidence. Like, for all these really cool stories. But. From past masters in his lodge? Because we got that one guy that, like, <laughs> who had first hand reenactor, and then we figured out he's not reenacting. That's the uniform he was issued. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> all right, fellas. We have anything else to cover tonight before Harlan takes us out? I'm good. All right. I'm going to go clean my house because apparently that's what you have to do. I mean, you might as well wait. Oh, the good thing is that we're off of work <laughs> for the next four days. That's, that's nice. Tony's trying not to laugh. <laughs> so, that, that was really mean, Bruce. We're all going to feel really bad about this if this doesn't go over well. All right. I'm gonna, uh, Make sure your sump pump works. So. My what? He doesn't have a sump pump. He's in Florida. They don't have he's, basements. He's he's renting, Tony. So he's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not, I, have, I didn't mean that as a cut on him. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's the best situation to be in. I don't know what you're laughing for. No, like right now, that's... uh Yeah. Um. Anyway... Uh, Nick, best, best of luck. Uh, keep in touch with us. And I guess if you get stuck like floating on a door or something, um, yeah, find some I'm way to signal us. We'll come down yeah. there. We'll come get you. We'll, we'll get on Tony's pontoon and go out near the <laughs> I'm going to call you a dummy the whole time, but I'll be there. <laughs> uh, we'll even we'll even pick up your, uh, your neighboring Masonic widows uh, on the way. So... Yeah, Tony would Love be like, how you doing? How, how you doing? <laughs> you want to go to Iowa? Uh, I was just at Iowa. They were so nice. You got to go to Iowa. Yeah, yeah, chicken fried chicken. Country fried chicken. Maybe like, what oh the? Nobody knows what chicken fried steak. Chicken, chicken fried chicken and chicken fried steak. Everybody from here knows what that is. Yeah. Nick, anybody in our city knows what chicken fried steak is. Yes, people from western <laughs> Pennsylvania are very familiar with this. I don't know where you're from. All right. Okay. But anyway, right. take care. Stay in touch. Save some of those Oreos for when you're actually hungry. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll put a lid and uh, our best wishes to our brothers in Florida for episode 177 of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. <laughs> do you want to do this? Hold on, this sounds vaguely familiar, guys. <laughs> you know, every week I'm like, you know what? I'm going to learn it this week. 
and then it just ends up like ritual and i'm like yeah i'll learn it a day before well that's basically okay. real quick if you got any valuables put them in your dishwasher because your dishwasher is waterproof and that way it would save them Harlan, please. Twinkie, you can find us on Facebook at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Pound sign Freemasonry. Where you can find the link to the live stream and uh, maybe some like live updates from Nick as uh, Hurricane Irene progresses. Um, yep. And yeah, you can find us on, on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Otter, Stitcher, whatever other podcast things are out there. Give us some feedback. Spread the word. Tell your friends about us. And uh, we will see all of you brothers uh, on the other side of the storm. Get the hell out of Florida. Be safe, Florida. Probably Oh